Welcome back to the Marty Party, San Antonio's premier real estate podcast, where every episode we've got great guests, great talent, talking about all things real estate, and lots of stuff not about real estate in the greater San Antonio area. Uh, I'm your host, Chris Marty, aka The Rebate Guy. Today we have one of my good family friends on the Marty Party. Her name is Kristen. Hi. Kristen Edwards. Hello. Thank hello, you. hello. Thank Thanks you for, for being having here. me. Thank you for being here. We appreciate you being here. And Kristen's been a... Um, Longtime supporter of uh, our real estate stuff. She actually started working with my brother, uh, who is in real estate as well. We don't ever really talk about Alex, but <laughs> he's a realtor. And uh, she started it uh, when like she was doing title with him. Ago. Yeah, eight years yeah. ago. And then she met me, and we've been doing title things ever, ever, ever since. since. Yep. Absolutely. So before we get into title, because we people don't even know what title is sure. or anything like that, let's go backwards sure. to young Kristen, right? Who was, who was growing up Kristen? Who okay. was that? So, growing up, I lived in Dallas, okay. Plano. I grew up there, finished high school in San Diego, um, and then immediately got into the title business. Probably, so, 1998, I got into right the title immediately. business. Right, immediately. You didn't do yes. anything else. Well, I went to college for a couple years in San Diego, and I told my dad I was wasting my time and his money, and could I move home to Dallas and work for his title company? Right. So, I did. My sister was already there, That's and cool. so I worked for with her. We started as receptionist, and then assistant, sales rep, closer. We've kind of done it all. That's really neat. Okay, so... There was no in-between, like, gigs, jobs, nothing. You were literally in college and then yes. in title? Yes. That's, so this is the only job you've ever had? Yes. <laughs> yes. This blows my mind. This, this, this really blows my mind. Literally, that's it. That's it. That is it. That's great. Okay. Well, wow, that, that's, that makes it really interesting. Okay, so when you were going to college, right, what were you going for? To, I went to a junior college in San Diego. I was just trying to get my associates and then move yeah. on to go to San Diego State or something. And just that's when I decided, you know what? Didn't you make it through? No, 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 no. Okay. And so when you came back, did you start uh, when you went into title? Your dad was in Dallas as well, right? Yes. That's where it was. My entire family's in the title business or real estate somehow, some way. That's whether crazy. they're realtors, commercial developers, um, closers, you know. Lenders, you name it, they've it. They, they're it. They're in, they're in it or they're in it. Okay, yes. so you come back from college, you're in title, you're in Dallas. How did you end up here? So my husband, we met in 03, and he spent all his summers growing up here. So we're both from the Denton, Dallas area. Okay. He um, spent every summer growing up here. And so when his parents retired from Denton area, they moved down here full time in 02. We okay. started dating in 03. He brought me here on our second date in New Braunfels <laughs> and said, if you don't like it, then there's probably no third date. And I was oh, like, um, my gosh, okay. that's bad. So he said, this is where I'm going to retire when I get out of the military, et cetera. So I hope you love it. And so I was like, I love it. Didn't even know what I was looking at. But I was like, sure. So, I, of course, I came to love it. And we live here now. But that was I had needed to get that third date. That's so funny. <laughs> and you know him, so yes, that makes I, sense to you. I do know him, yes. He's very much uh, uh, kind of stern line. Yes. individual yes he's a good dude uh, -huh. uh so okay so um when you all met and you guys had your you know your dating you guys mm -hmm. were out here um how soon after that did you guys actually move here after 2003 so we kind of did a detour and we went out to uh, Fayetteville North Carolina he was, he was still so active duty active duty military he's special forces so he was stationed in Fort Bragg and so once I knew he was going to be stationed there full time I moved out there after we built a house. He deployed, came back from deployment, and I moved out there full-time with him in 06. 06. Stayed out there for a couple of years, um, worked for a closing attorney out there. Yep. Um, had Whitney, my daughter. Yes. She's 14 now, um, but we moved back when she was four months old from Fort Bragg to Texas. To Texas, and then you went to Dallas, you came here. To here, to New Braunfels. Wow. He was going to get out of the military and be done with it, and that lasted about three months before he went back in. <laughs> 
yeah, and finished that, out his retirement. Yeah, that's, that's well. You guys had a good a good summer. You had, yes. a, you had three months off. That's cool. So he uh, when he retired, how many years did he retire with? Uh, Twenty five. Oh wow. So he was. Yeah, he's tenured. Yes, that's amazing. Yes. We're gonna have to, we talked about this before. We're gonna get him on here. We yes. gotta get. We gotta Dan get him. On here. Yeah, Dan. Dan, we got you. We'll get you <laughs> on here. So okay, cool. We're here now. Um, and did y'all? I know. I know where y'all live, but is that like where you guys moved into right when yes. you got here? Yes, that's the only place we've lived since we've been here. That's crazy. So you guys are like, you guys don't change. We you, don't change. <laughs> legit, you just. Do, we are very much creatures of habit. That's crazy. Okay, so the Braunfels then this is this will be fun. So without putting her business out there, um, she does <laughs> live on the it. she does live on the river. Um, so that's cool. So New Braunfels, if people don't know, um, very river town, right? Mm-hmm. You know, obviously uh, Texas is all about the river. So if you along, live along a beach, guys, you're going, you know, surfing, whatever. Here we're tubing, right, or, or yes. swimming in the in the river. So. Um, what is that like? Like in the sense of like, obviously, you know, as far as like, how is it nice and things like that? And, and what have you seen? Like, you know, have you ever ha- been like, oh gosh, we're gonna get water on here? Uh, yeah, oh yeah. So, um, gosh, the first pretty big flood that I experienced living here was that one in June of 2010. Yes. When, and when that was, yes, yes that was bad. it came up, um, like after you stepped out of the house, there was only like that much room before there was a bunch of water. And then it was all the way across, like a sheet of water all the way across. Because we live across from um, the new side of Schlitterbahn. And so it was completely like you could have just swam over there. It was That's crazy, crazy. That's so scary. I hated it. it was so scary. I hated it. <laughs> I was like, what are we doing? But since then, of course, they've fixed all kinds of stuff and whatever. And, and we haven't flooded better. like that. But... That's it's kind of it's crazy living on the river. It is, but in general, like it's nice because y'all are able to just go out there, right, and just mm-hmm. get in and yeah. and just swim and tube and have easy yep. access. That's so that's really neat. So it's the same thing like beach living, except in your Braunfels, yep. it's river living. Yes, that's super neat. So and then as far as y'all's um, businesses outside of Title, which we're gonna get into, mm-hmm. I know everyone wants to hear about <laughs> Title. Um, I know that y'all have done a lot in real estate. Um, yes. How did y'all get going in the real estate like investments and portfolio? So- Dan had started, we bought our first house when we were living in North Carolina. We bought our first rental property here in New Braunfels um, when I was pregnant with Whitney. And he's got a, men- a couple of mentors here in New Braunfels um, that he just reached out to and was like, kind of put together the plan and what I should be doing. Um, and that blueprint has been working for us. I think we own about 35 Different single things. family residences That's that really we neat. have rental properties. Absolutely. I have nothing to do with them. I just close them. Yeah, <laughs> like, Dan I don't, does it. <laughs> I don't manage them. I don't do anything. But well, That's really cool, though. And so, like, y'all were able to get into that. Um, and, of course, you guys started this, like you said, this would have been back, like, 2007, Seven. right? So prices, of course, then oh, to yeah, now. they were so low. They Absolutely. were so low and so easy to do and whatever. So I think we've only bought one house this year. Um, but before that had been a couple of years just because the way things have been going. Absolutely. But even still, I mean, you guys did buy something this year. What was the backstory on that? Why did you buy something? Because my husband wants to own every house in that neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Okay. Understand. <laughs> I think we own about five or six in got this it. one neighborhood. And anytime they come available, he's like, hey, absolutely. Can I have that? Absolutely. That makes sense. Okay. And that, and that makes a lot of sense. I was just curious because the, you know, where I was going at, where I was going with that was just making sure, you know, to tell people like, hey, look, like even if you didn't get it early, right? I don't want people to hear like, oh, I bought in 2007. Oh, so that's yeah. why this works mm-hmm. for me. You know, it's still a good opportunity absolutely. now to buy. And the strategy that y'all have, would still work in today's market. Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It would work in any market, to be honest. It just depends on how much you're willing to financially back and put down and all that stuff. But, I mean, it, it, it works because it just works. I right. don't know. Like, he just – Dan's very – he'll put everything – like, if you tell him something and say this is the process and procedures, 
He'll put it to use, and if it works, he doesn't change it. That's creature of habit. A creature of habit, which makes a lot of sense the way that y'all are. Okay, cool. So that's, I mean, that's amazing. So we got title family, living on the river, living the good life. Um, so we will talk title, right? Uh, so title, for, and I might explain it poorly, title, for those who don't know, um, is the, it's the business essentially where the company is making sure that the transaction you're doing, right, whether you're buying or selling a home, essentially is deeded correctly and is a clean transfer from A to B, right? Correct. Yeah, if yes. you've got anything else. Yes, so and with a refinance too. So if any kind of loan that is going to have, or any kind of, sorry, not a loan, a closing that's going to have a title policy, whether it's an owner's policy in a cash deal or a loan with, um, or a refinance, we make sure that everything is clear on the title commitment. There's no liens. If there are any liens, we clear them up. If there are any errors, anything like that, we clean everything up to make sure everything gets back to zero, the balance back to zero. So any new loan um, placed on the property is the only loan on the property. At the time um, of closing. At the time of closing, make sure that there's no errors. We clear up any of that to make sure nobody can come back and say, hey, that was my great-grandma's house, and you know, well, now I have you know, interest in it, whatever. So we make sure we do our due diligence to make sure all that gets cleared up before we go to closing that makes sense and then we can issue a clear title policy and then it, and then it's yeah and then it's clean and so um i know that you basically only lived here was north carolina an attorney state uh-huh. so okay so what would be for somebody who's out of state that's closed like with an attorney right at an mm-hmm. attorney's office what would be some of the differences like closing with just a title rep what do you, do you know so out there in a t- in a, an attorney state, the title company is what we call a title plant here. Okay. Um, they're the ones, the title company does the research and exam and does all that stuff. And then the attorney is what we call a title company here. So they do all the closings and all that stuff. So it's really just different terminology, but the same thing. Same practice. Mm-hmm. So they, instead of just closing with an attorney, they're closing with an escrow officer here who works for the title company. Correct. Absolutely. Okay. And so... If you were one of these people who was not too smart, can you can you buy a home without a title company? Like if you go direct owner to owner, can you buy? You can, but there's no policy, so there's no guarantee that somebody's gonna, not going to come back and say, you know, that's my house, or that there's not a ton of back tax liens. Oh that gosh. there's not, you know, you have no idea. If you don't have a title policy, you better know that person. Um, even still, even I, still, I mean, I wouldn't do it, but. But but you can you can you can but it's not smart yeah you can so that all right so that's a good question that and I did not know the answer to that so you know in general right like let's say that for somebody that's that's new to this and they're they're doing this for the first time you're going through a title company the title company is making sure that everything is you know clean and like they said that once mm-hmm. they sign and the money's transferred from their lender to their loan it's theirs right what, what happens right in the one off chance that there is an error or something that got missed what happens. That got missed and it already closed. Yes. Um, then that's a claim on a title policy, um, and then that's a whole which it's a title insurance policy is what you're purchasing. Um, so it would be a claim, and you would reach out and just try to find out how to remedy undo it. that mess. Yes. I have never had that before, so I just don't know what the yes. process. Is. Yes. <laughs> so I don't know what the process is, but I mean, you would file a title insurance claim, and then that would be a huge yes thing. mess to clean up. Yes. But in general, right? Like for the person who doesn't know any better. The reason that this exists is because it will never be the buyer's fault, right? Like it, the, if the buyer closes on a home and signs, sealed, delivered, and something like this happens, the title company, it's their job with this yes. policy to make sure that they get to, to, re- to key it. their home, right? Correct. Got Correct. it. So if there were errors or money involved, potentially, I know we, we don't know the specifics of it, but potentially that would be on the insurance, the title insurance company Correct. to make right to those wronged parties. Correct. That's crazy. Okay. So I'm going to throw some hard questions just because maybe you know, maybe you don't. I'm just curious. Like, so... Yeah. Like, can you go through a purchase? Can you buy a home through a title company and, you know, somebody come back after and be like, no, that's mine or whatever. And like, 
be correct that it was theirs and they got missed and then reclaim the property from the buyer. I mean, I'm sure that could happen. Yes. Yeah. I mean, why not? You know, right. um, I, I, again, yeah, <laughs> never <laughs> had happened. that issue. Um, so, I mean, you could, anything could really happen. Somebody, everybody could come back and say, hey, that's mine. And you would have to prove, <laughs> right. you know, how and why. And that's again, crazy. just a big mess. Now, typically something like that wouldn't happen because the title company, the examiners, the underwriters, the closers, they may, they do their due diligence to make sure that the people that they're talking to are in fact the only owners of the property. Right. If there is a death and or divorce, something like that, we order those documents and we review them and we make sure that there's nothing else straggling, hanging out there. That makes now, a lot of sense. Of course there's errors made, you know, from time to time, but not like that. Not like that. Okay, nothing crazy like that. Yeah, and then, that's crazy. That's extreme. That is, is and I we <laughs> so we recently purchased this building uh, two years ago now actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they were pulling the title commitment with whoever we used, uh, they were getting documents from like the 1920s. Mm-hmm. So y'all pretty much go back, right? Like you can, y'all. Yes, are, you can go all the way back. And sometimes if you can find like old like microfiche, yes, remember that stuff? Yes. Yeah, like and you can find old, old, old documents. <laughs> And you're like, how do you even read this? Like, you've got your magnifying glass and you're blowing everything up. But yeah, it's crazy. crazy. So, so y'all legitimately, yes, do it all. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys legitimately go all the way through. Yes, you that, have to. That's crazy. Okay, so that's cool. So um, if you're a realtor, a lot of realtors watch this. Um, you're at WFG, right? WFG National Title. And they're new to the area, correct? We've been here for a little over a year. Okay. But we they started in the Pacific Northwest as an underwriter. We're one of six um large national underwriters. Yep. We have three offices here in the San Antonio area, Shirt, San Antonio, and New Braunfels. Yes. Um, but a lot of offices. We're part of the San Antonio, or I'm sorry, the South Texas division. And so that's Austin all the way down to all the offices that we have opening in um, Houston. Got it. So we're, we're fairly large. Um, I like it. Yeah. The WFG, Definitely. like they're, they're good people. They're a good company. That's the good. Pat Stone, the owner, is awesome. Like, we probably could get him here on this podcast. <laughs> That's amazing. That's we really cool. We could get him on this podcast, probably. That's cool. Um, he's just a super nice guy, very knowledgeable, um, does a bunch of, like, quarterly updates and stuff like that that like personally does them that's and amazing he's, he's cool so he's involved he's one of those people that's involved Very. in his business right he's not just like oh in a boardroom and, nope. and doesn't know he'll come if you need something he'll come help you yes that's good that's amazing so wg like you said uh they're in shirts and you all have a san antonio office mm-hmm. um and then as far as okay this is a good question just for people that you know especially new agents we get a lot of new agents that watch um title fees are regulated by the state correct, correct. yes so, so, so what's the differences between a title company? So customer service. Got that's, it. That's the difference. Um, so t- title policies are the same price whether you close here, down the street, in Dallas, in the state of Texas. They're regulated by the um, TDI, Texas Department of Insurance. The only fee that we really have control over of what we can um, fluctuate with is our escrow fee. Got it. Um, and really customer service is the only thing that sets you apart in in this market, that's or not crazy. in this market, but in this industry. So title industry, it's customer service based. Customer service, that's crazy. So y'all are an industry, because you know, in real estate, like commissions are not fixed, and that's obviously how right. Rebate House operates, right? You can give discounts, you can give money back, you can do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, in insurance, really, it's, the numbers are the numbers. The and numbers are the numbers are the numbers. That's crazy, mm-hmm. that's interesting. So when, um, wow, that's a whole other thing, I'll have to look into that, because lenders are the same way, Not not they're not fixed, I'm saying lenders are like us, like where they can, you know, you know, manipulate their numbers. They can charge origination fees, not charge right. origination fees, underwriting fees, processing fees, and then of course, same thing with realtors, right? There's realtors that list homes for seven, eight percent, right? And then there, you know, there's people like us that list for nothing, right? So, mm-hmm. it's crazy that that y'all are regulated, and so you know, in I guess the question that I'm asking, right, and just in your experience of how you've seen it, 
really the only way to grow a title business and, and stand out and be competitive is to hire, you know, like kind of badass like closers, yeah, right? And escrow officers and, sales and reps and assistants and yeah. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. That's super interesting. So the um with the prices being regulated uh by, you know, by TDI, like you said, uh it's is it one of those things where the like the breakdown on the back end, you know, is it like kind of static? Like does it is it like all of this money goes to the, the title plan or do you know if there's room in oh, that? Oh yeah, there's, I mean, there's, it's broken out. There's allocations for everybody. Everybody, everybody. gets their piece out of that policy because that's how we make our money. Got it, off of the title policy. Mm -hmm. So that, that's the answer is basically title policies are the, the bulk of where income for a title company Correct. comes from, right? Correct. Escrow fees are more of just like either for like day-to-day -day little thing. Yeah. yeah, like the little stuff, right? Yes. But not like actually like income. Correct. Okay. And then it, if I'm looking for a title company, right? If I'm a new real estate agent, you know, seeking out a title company, what, what should I be asking? What's important to me? Um, well, I guess it all would depend on your niche, really, if you're trying to find a niche or if you're just kind of wide open, you're like, oh, I'll do listings, buyings and investors or whatever. Or if you're looking specifically to work with builders, then I would try to find a title rep that maybe specializes in that. New home construction. Um, stuff like that. Just kind of if you've got a niche, find somebody that can help you develop that niche. Okay. That makes, that, make that makes a lot of sense because when you, so like, for example, and maybe I'm going to butch this, but... <laughs> Maybe, um, okay, so for example, like you said, construction, right? So you have people that have multi-closed loans, mm -hmm. right? Multi-closed loans. Is that something that like any title rep would understand that? Or like, is that something where like you want to work with somebody who maybe does a lot of like custom home, you know, multi-closes? Um, it, it just depends on the person, to be very honest. Like I've worked with so many different title reps and they've all been different. Got it. So they've all brought something different to the table. Now, overall, are they basically kind of similar? Yes. But they each kind of brought their own thing kind of to thing, the table. Thing, thing to the table. Okay, so mm -hmm. there's not. I, I guess the, the more direct question I'm asking is: there's not like, and you know, in real estate, I'm not the best agent you could hire for like farm and ranch, right? It's just right. not my niche. And you know, like, can I read a farm and ranch contract? Yes. Can I write one? Yes. But it's just not my thing, right? It's there's things in there either. that are exactly exactly that are. I'm just like, hey, there are people that do this more on the regular. You should use them. Is right. there such a thing for title companies where there's like certain types of closes that are more difficult like yes, that? Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, like, I can do a commercial deal. Do I want to? No. <laughs> right. um, no, I don't say no. I shouldn't say that. Um, it's just difficult. It's not what I'm used to doing day in, day out. Right. And so I, I would, let's say I got a commercial contract. What I would do is I would reach out to my escrow manager and say, hey, who should we give this to that I can be helping, you know, be involved with my customer, but I don't know this isn't my area of, you know, Expert, expertise. Yeah. And so let's get somebody, another closer. So, That's good. so, you know, you can still take it to your same closer. Um, and even though they may not direct deal directly with that type of transaction, somebody in their company can. And then that's just another way for us to learn, too. That's interesting. That's a re that's really, really neat. And, you know, I know it's different with company structure and, of course, if you have assistance and things like that. But, like, how many transactions is an escrow officer usually doing a month? I know it's person by person. It's person by person. Um, I would say, on average, probably about 25 deals a month. Got like, it. on average. Um, now, of course, sometimes you're going to have your 40 to 40 closing months and other times you're going to have a little bit less than that. Yeah. So it just kind of varies. It varies person to person. That's interesting. And then when, you know, to scale, like if you're growing like a big office, like you're a big title office, um, y'all pretty much it's, you're bringing in closers and assistants. It's really like two main mm -hmm. roles in the title company. Mm -hmm. 
Interesting. Okay. And then, you know, so if I'm an agent and I'm, you know, obviously wanting to develop a relationship, like you said, it depends on what you need. Uh, the best way to kind of, I mean, find a title company would be what? Like reaching out directly? Well, yes, but most title companies are probably going into brokerages. They're sales reps, going to team meetings and stuff like that. So I know that's what ours does. Lisa Ubella, she goes into different team meetings and will meet new agents. She also goes to like the board um, offices and finds out who the new agents are and reaches out to them. So most of the time, I'd say probably 99% of the time, a realtor isn't going to have to go looking for a title company because the sales reps are going to be reaching out to y'all yeah that makes sense and then more than likely most agents start out as buyer agents it's rare that they get Mm -hmm. you know their first deals a listing so uh that's another opportunity right is if you're using the seller's title company you know to meet meet that team and see if that's another opportunity for you that's always a really hot lead so you want to make sure you're working the other side of the contract so you can potentially get that business in the door for their next contract that's really good okay always the goal well and then another thing so i got a lot of new agents which is you know why i'm asking some of these questions Mm -hmm. is not only for viewers but even for the people that we have right so um i know that in title it's very regulated as far as like you know you guys can't really like advertise on behalf of other realtors and and you know really give money for like events and things the way that other people can sponsor things it's very regulated right so what are some things that title companies can do to help an agent build their business gotcha so it's called, what we have is it's a um, P53, and P53 violations is what they're called. Um, and the P53 rule is that title companies can't pay or cobra and anything that an agent can do for themselves. Okay. We cannot do for them. Yeah. Basically, that's like bottom line. If you can do it for yourself, then we can't do that for you. That's interesting. Yes. So what can you do? We can do things like um, help out with offering printing stuff and things like that, like Really, this is like the sales side of it. Um, right. So Lisa J does all kinds of stuff like that. So you probably should have her on. I, I will absolutely. She, I didn't know you were going to ask me that, so I'm not exactly sure because yeah. I stay in it's in that very area, black closing. and white yep. area with that. I never operate in the gray area with like what you can and can't do. Yep. I just say, hey, Lisa, somebody wants this. If you can call them, like. Because she just, that's what she does. Um, in my experience, just to throw some stuff out there, like you said, it is, I do know that there are print, printing services that title companies, like you said, kind of contract mm-hmm. with, and you can get material that's branded to you and only right. you. It doesn't include the title company, like right. she was saying, um, but they can order that for you. Um, another thing as well, I know uh, one of uh, y'all's other sales reps, Jeremy, I know he mentioned mm-hmm. like y'all can help with like address lookups, right? You know, like finding yes. like people to do mass He's mailers got to. A, a program that's, I, I, it's intensive. I have no yeah. idea. Yes. He, and he's very techie. Um, I don't understand tech <laughs> stuff, but he does all kinds of stuff to help like lead generation, Correct. And next seller systems and stuff like that. So he's definitely a great resource too. Well, and I think that, I think that that stuff's like the stuff, and we'll make sure that we put uh, their info on here. Like I mm-hmm. said, so y'all can reach out directly, but that's the stuff that's really important that when you are shopping for a title company as a realtor, again, buyer, different, different set of stuff, but as right. a realtor, make sure that you're asking them, you know, how, are, how can they contribute to the growth of y'all's business? Because Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a team, right? It's a team. It's not Absolutely. just one-sided. You don't want, you know, one person um, doing all the work, right? And then mm-hmm. not, not obviously not being able to have some kind of uh, helping on the back end of building the business. Right. So that's really good. Okay. Um, so what else? I mean, what else would be interesting things that we should know about title? Anything you know of? Interesting things about title. Um, <laughs> I know. It's I'm like, it's kind of an oxymoron. Um, I don't really know. I mean... I've been doing it for so long that clearly just, there must be something about it that I like. Absolutely. Um, I do. I actually really do like it. What I do like mostly about it is helping people into new homes. That's really good. Um, I like helping people when they're going through a death or divorce. I try to be as like um, 
empathetic and sympathetic as possible because I know not every closing is a celebration. So, yes. you know, not everybody's a first time home buyer, you Absol- know, and like, and absolutely. it's fun. So I, I like it. I like helping people. I and like meeting people. I like when you get your repeat business. Yes. Like I just had one the other day that I closed them in their sale, but I closed them eight years ago when they purchased and that baby was in both pictures. Like just, I like oh, stuff like that. That's, you know? re- that's really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's awesome. So that's uh, the title in a nutshell. And it, and, it, and it is a, it's a complicated, complex business. That is a good thing for you guys to have, but in true essence, like it is run very simply, you know, it's yes. like, it's a very structured, just kind of very rinse structured. and repeat business. Um, but it is a necessity. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's cool there. Um, moving from that, uh, going back to New Braunfels, right. Sure. Um, are, are y'all like super active in like the community as far as like, is there like, is there like teams that y'all are on or things that y'all do? So my daughter goes to New Braunfels high school. She's a freshman this year. Um, she's super involved in cheer. So I'm heavily involved in cheer. She's the captain. So I'm captain's mom. Oh, so good. All that's the things. Um, so we're mostly involved with whatever it is that she's doing, which happens to be cheer. Which happens yeah. to be cheer. Okay. Yes. So uh, on cheer, um, I I know a little bit from my older sister, but I want to hear it from you. Um, what are these? What are these like? When you take these things as seriously as y'all seem to do, <laughs> what what is it like? It's intense and it's expensive <laughs> and it's stressful. And it's so rewarding. It, so, it is super rewarding. And yes. so I know when, when people have kids in the high school versions, like if you're mm-hmm. like in the public school cheer system, like is there like outside cheer that they do also or like cheer lessons? Is there like – Oh, yeah, yeah. All of it. Yeah, all of it. So um, Whitney also does competitive cheer, and so there's two teams that she goes to, and then – she also goes to the gym just to practice her tumbling and her flying and her, I mean, it's everything. It's everything. It's intense. And so how many days a week do you think that you spend at this, uh, doing stuff after work hours? Like how many days are you guys doing stuff for cheer? Five days a week. Five, every week. Is there like breaks or summers? Oh, no, no, that's cute. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, so like legitimately it's, it's a full-time second a, job. Yeah, yeah, it's her full-time job, yes. That's insane. And so when, uh, when you're a you know, competitive as she is and, and good as she is at, at these things, like, is there progression? Like, like, do they go from high school to college and continue cheering? That's the goal for her anyways. Not everybody, but her goal, yes, she wants to go to Texas Tech. Got bad. it. And so you college. And then from there, are you then, like, is the next step from, like, college, like, professional teams? Is that typically you where you could, go? Um, like, the United States Olympic team. Like, okay. that's kind of the last end-all, be-all, though. Like, if you're going to go to college and cheer, then the last thing, if you made the Olympic team. But that's it. it. There's nowhere else to go go after that so like it's a lifetime sport it's not golf it's not tennis it's you're done after a couple but you need to be done your body's tired yeah after (laughs) how much they've had that's interesting and so like these these kids i mean and i don't know how much you've talked to whitney about this stuff but like these kids that invest so much of like their young adult life in this like identity that like mm-hmm. you said, kind of has a hard stop date. What is her backup plan? Like, what else do you like? What else do they do? <laughs> I don't know. She luckily she's super smart. That's good. And so that's good. She's definitely got a good head on her shoulders. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's her sport that she chose. And that's so. interesting. Yeah, I know my my oldest niece. That's you know ba- a softball. I said baseball, softball. I know she's like she's kind of going into that the theater route. So mm-hmm. we've got kind of that as a as a backup plan. But I just get curious, you know, being a parent, my kids are young, so they're not right. they're not there yet. But like what comes after like the high school and the college yeah, sports? I'm not sure yet. <laughs> not sure yet. We probably should talk to her about that. But, 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 they, <laughs> will, but they will find something. Hey, that's a good question. Okay, that's cool. And then what about um I know that you and Dan, like you said you guys have been here a minute. Um what about like stuff to do in New Braunfels? Is there spots that y'all like 
those are your go-tos. You know, y'all have a hard day and you want to go to yeah, this. Yeah, um, we really like, because we live downtown, so we like walking to the Oyster Bar for dinner. Okay, to the Oyster good. Bar. If you haven't been, they've got a great menu. They do. Um, I just love, there. <laughs> we love going to Oyster Bar. We do a lot of walking around downtown with yep. our dog, just spending time together. We don't, I don't know, we're just easy. We're you old. Y'all are easy, <laughs> but they're okay. So, like, is, is there like a like a you like the oyster bar? But like, if y'all have like a, I guess that maybe that's your answer, the answer. But like, legitimately, like, if y'all are like, hey, like, we're gonna have like the perfect date where we're going to whatever. Is that where y'all are going? Yeah, we're super low key. That's crazy. Super super low key. I get we a lot of back. A lot. Ad- oh, okay, travel. We travel. We travel. Okay. And where do you go? Give me a couple examples. Salida, Mexico, specifically. Really? And we're buying a condo there because Dan likes to go there <laughs> once a month and surf, and because he's just retired now, so he's like, I go here all the time. Let's just buy, buy something. something out there. So I was like, perfect. Okay, that's good. So I I know I'm hitting you with the test questions. You're like, Chris, please stop. No, you're good. What is it like for an American to buy something out of the country? Do you know the process he's at all? Handling all of it. Okay, I know. I was gonna. <laughs> I know. I'm like. I was like. No I'm like, like. I'm gonna ask this question, but that's cool. So, but it, obviously, it is doable. It's doable. Yes, it's a little more expensive. There's gringo tax and whatever, but yes, there's. And you can own your. I, own and I've piece. only caught that because I hear him talking on the phone. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, what? What are we doing? <laughs> that's amazing. So yeah. then y'all will own. I, I'll have. I have to get him on here because I have so many questions. We just talked about all the title questions. I'm like, okay, so how does you know Mexico title work, right? Yeah, like I you know, no clue. That's great. That's interesting though. Okay, so y'all, he goes on there like once a month. Um, and then y'all. Is there any other destinations that y'all go to? Um, we like going to Tamarindo, Costa Rica, too. Okay. Um, so y'all are be, be, beach and island people, yes. basically. Yes. Okay, no inner city chat. Like, y'all are like, not like, hey, we're going to go to... Um, we love New York. Okay, that's um, good. He went to West Point, so we like to go up there to, like, West Point home, home games and stuff like that. My nephew just got a offer to Columbia, so if oh, he goes to amazing. play there next year, maybe we'll go up and see him play. I don't know, so... That's cool. We but beach people. We, yeah, we're beach people. Beach people. That's I mean, good. San Diego is where I went to high school. I Absolutely. was never in class. Yeah, you were always like, at the water. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be over there. That's amazing. That's really, really cool. So I'm trying to think, what else would be good? So what uh, What about interesting stories? Do you have any cool, like, things that you and Dan have just done, like, together outside of, you know, traveling? <sighs> like, memorable things that y'all have? Gosh, I don't even know. Y'all don't have, like... We've been together for so long. Um... I don't know. We, 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 we travel a lot. We travel a lot together. We spend a lot of time together. Interesting. So y'all are like legit always. See, if we want to find you, find him pretty much. I always much. know where he is. That's crazy. So, what? Um, okay, let's talk, I know what I can talk about. And I really need to get him on here because I have. Uh, he has a lot of stuff. Why does he have so many cars? <laughs> he loves them. He loves them? <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> does he, do you ever like tell him like no more? You just like no. no? I, I said what we're gonna have to like buy another house or buy another something like to, to park, park them. At. Yeah. Like legitimately, you're like out of parking spaces. Yes, That's he just bought another one. No, he did not. Yes, what, he did he, what did well, he? Well, it's Whitney's, okay. but it's a Bronco. She bought a brand new Bronco. A legit and he Bronco. Bricked it out. That's amazing. She's Fourteen. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it right now. But he wanted to teach her how to drive on her own car and whatever. So I get it. And she'll turn 15 in April and get her permit, but she's already started driving. That's a that's incredible. So the was this something like when he when you married him was, was he always like this with the cars? Um, let's see. When I first started dating him, we just had one car, and right. then a couple years later, well, I guess within the second year, he had two. And then he just kept going. Yeah, and then it'll like kind of like hot swap some out here and there and whatever. So I don't know. That's crazy. But does he? Um, I know. I know that y'all had, do have a lot of like mods, and a lot of these are are pretty like tricked out. Does he work on them himself, or does he ship mm-hmm. them? Off? He, he does. He does a lot of it himself. That's crazy. I mean, he's retired, right? Yeah. <laughs> like he, yeah. that's literally what he he's talented. We're gonna have to get him on here. Yes. That's really really cool. And then, um, okay, I know another good one as well. So. Uh, your siblings are also in title, right, or in, yes. in real estate? Yes, my sister's a realtor up in Dallas. Okay, 
Um, she's also a mobile notary. Um, and my and, and a transaction coordinator. She does it all. All. All of it. And my baby sister is a closer. She does what I do. And my brother, he used to work for RamQuest. He's an IT guy. Um, but now he works on, like, databases that are kind of like sugar. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what that – I don't understand all that. That's amazing. That's a, so, like, legit, truly a, a family of title. Oh, yeah. My grandfather was regional underwriting counsel for <laughs> Stuart Title for 30 years. That's insane. And so do you uh, – have you all ever, like, worked together, you and your sisters? Like, uh, Oh, yeah. All four of us worked in the same office for my dad at the same time in, like, um, oh – Gosh, 2000, 2001, 2002. That's crazy. We were all there. And but my dad bought us lunch every day. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. Y'all had a good, y'all had a good life. Yeah. And then, uh, obviously, y'all kind of, like, life and stuff changed, mm-hmm. and y'all kind of went to different places. So are they all at different places now? They're all still up in Dallas. All there. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So you're the only one. I'm the only one. You're the, the rebel. Do you go and see them, at least? you drive up uh-huh. there? Oh, yeah. All the oh, time. Okay, good. I'm all like, the time. I'm like, hey. I talk to my sisters a thousand times a day. Every single day. Yes. That's amazing. That's really, really cool. So y'all are the y'all are the title people, the people to know. Y'all know all the new Braunfels hotspots, like to travel, and know everything and anything about real estate. I mean, that's putting a lot on it, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, legitimately. <laughs> that's cool. So, uh, well, awesome. I mean, I think you've answered most of the questions that I have had. So, um, in general, I think that for agents that are watching this, people that are getting st- uh, wanting to get started and wanting to kind of know um, you know, next steps, of course, we'll get Lisa's contact info in here, like we mentioned, uh, and she's kind of the business development rep mm-hmm. for Kristen and for WFG. So great resource. Uh, she can come to y'all's mm-hmm. or to, to our offices, right? You mm-hmm. know, to the real estate offices, y'all will give a presentation, bring breakfast, tell the agents kind yep. of about what y'all are offering yep. and bring people in. So I'll include her info here. Um, and then obviously as well, we'll put Kristen's info as well. If y'all need an escrow officer, I highly recommend her. Uh, she's been she's been with us for a long, long time and done a lot of our transactions. And you know, some are harder than others, as, as you'll know. And, and with reaching out to sellers and, and getting people on the phone, so uh, I highly recommend. And we'll put her info here. But anything else you have to for us? Yeah. Thank absolutely. you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for thank you for jumping on. It's yeah. been great. So guys, this is Marty Party. Thanks again. Uh, another great episode. We are on Apple Podcast. We're on Spotify. Uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and everything else in between. So like, subscribe for more content and we will catch you on the next episode.